podcast where myself and other women discuss the seen and unseen challenges and biases that women and girls face on a daily basis and how women in business are working towards changing this narrative. Today, I am with Vicky Weinberg, who's a product creating expert, the founder of Bring Your Product Ideas to Life and an Amazon expert. Hello, Vicky. Hi, Alice. Thanks for inviting me on. My pleasure. So how do you find being a self-employed woman in business? Oh, that's a really big question. Let me think. Okay, I'm gonna, there are things that I love about being a woman in business. So I'll probably start there and then can tell you about some of the things that aren't so great. So I love the fact that I'm my own boss, that I can choose when and where I work. A big reason for me starting to work on my own was because I have a young family, as I know you do. And for me, I'm able to work much more flexibly than I believe that if I was employed. However, the sort of downside to that is I probably work more than if I was employment potentially. And while it's great to be able to choose your hours and work when you want, um, that also does sometimes mean working at hours that perhaps you might not want to work like in the evening when your children go to bed. And then I guess on top of that, Again, while working at home is wonderful, it also means that you're quite tempted to empty the dishwasher and and that kind of thing. So it's kind of, I've learned over the years some ways of making it easier, sort of being at home and working at home. But I have to say that's been quite a process. Yeah, I agree with you. It's quite hard to be disciplined, isn't it? And focus on what you need to do. Time management is really precious. And I think that we are, as women, more likely to be distracted by the general household tasks and and then maybe not as focused on what we're doing in the business. Do you agree? Yeah, I think so. I think it's maybe partly a mindset thing because the biggest change that I found that's worked for me is working in a different room in the house, a room that I don't really, and I'm lucky to have a space where I can do this, by the way, I know. But I, I basically work in a room that we weren't really using before and just and it has a door as well and just being able because I used to just work on the kitchen table but being able to work in a separate room with a door kind of really helps because it, I think it is a mindset thing where I almost feel like when I leave this room at the end of the day and walking back into the rest of the house it's kind of like a physical like I finished work because I've left the room and also when I was working in the kitchen which I did for years and years and years there'd be my husband coming in to make tea and when the kids were there they'd be playing because in our house we have sort of an open plan kitchen where that tends to be where people just are it's just you know the way we live is everyone just happens to be there but having a different room with a door makes a massive difference um and it might sound silly because it's not a big thing but it's made a really big difference to me because I can't see all like the jobs that need doing and just being able to shut the door I think makes a massive difference as well also for things like you know I don't get disturbed on calls or anything because the door shut it's kind of like a sign isn't it to people that actually you're busy yeah and I think it's also really important for you as a woman to have your own space and I always think about Virginia Woolf's uh, room of one's own because I often feel like we live in a two-bedroom flat and if my husband's working from home he will have the desk and I will work in the living room which is also open plan like yours so I've got the children with me and I find it really hard to concentrate so one day I I know that I'll have my own office space and it will be great but I do often feel like that is an issue it's still not as accepted for women to have this dedicated space 
space for them to be able to do their work they're still making do so I think it's great that you've got this space yeah thank you and I'll be honest and, and lead on to what you said I had an office space a proper office space for about a week basically in March 2020 we moved my my youngest into a different bedroom in our house and we were fortunate enough to have a spare bedroom she was in like a small box room and we moved her into another room and then the box room was going to be my office but then as I said it was March 2020 my husband's office then closed because of the pandemic and within days of him being home I didn't have an office anymore because it just seemed to be understood that you know he was the breadwinner and therefore he was going to take the office ripped away without much discussion it was just sort of understood that that he needed the office more than I did which was interesting yeah like I said I don't have hard feelings about this anymore but you can probably guess my tone I did at the time however it probably does make sense because he does work still now longer hours than me is on the phone a lot more than I am and it's not really a problem in fact now it makes sense and actually it made sense at the time because we had two kids at home and he needed somewhere to go because I actually wasn't working for a short time because I was doing the homeschooling but then again that wasn't a discussion you know it just was what happened so I'm, I feel you on the space thing but then on the other side another thing I will say is the one good thing that came out of the kids being at home during the pandemic and me working and them seeing me work is I feel like it was good for them to see me work and it was good for them to hear me say okay I have a meeting I'm going to go and have this meeting and I'm going to go and do this and I think that was actually good as well because part of me thinks that because I was the person who always picked them up and still am generally the person who took them to school picked them up from school and was around I almost feel like they didn't know what I did because they didn't see me work prior to that yeah that's true and and I feel the same with the girls they both see me do my work and they understand and sometimes when they do role play they will say oh mummy's in a meeting so she can't do this right now or they love playing with Barbies they're always thinking up different role play ideas with that and it's just really great that they now see me as someone who is doing something else other than being their mum and I think it helps them respect me as a person more I mean I think they do respect me because I'm their mum and at the moment they look up to me and I'm their main role model but it kind of gives it another level and they see that it actually helps me and makes me feel more fulfilled rather than like I think before I just felt kind of a bit lost I see what you mean it's hard when you talk about being lost you mean like did you feel like your identity was mainly as their mum and it was hard to have an identity outside of that yeah I think because I've always been a stay-at-home parent and then I set up Alice Clover Stories four years ago and I've been working on it ever since but in lockdown the one advantage of there were quite a few advantages to be honest but one of the advantages was all the online networking so they actually saw me doing networking and I've met incredible people through it and I feel like actually it was really important and it's helped me grow and then now I feel kind of more of who I'm meant to be yeah I think that makes sense and I think it's good I felt like that there was a time as well where I felt like my only identity was mum and that was my main role and everything else I did was kind of on the side it wasn't as important as being their mum does that make sense I felt almost like the businesses I had I had a few before I do what I do now were almost like my side project to my main goal in life which was being a mum and don't get me wrong being a mum is still is and I think always will be really important part of my identity 
identity, but I didn't want it to be like the whole of me because I didn't want my kids just to see me as mum. Because as you say about being a role model, our kids do look at us and they do take a lot of notice of what we're doing and they pick up a lot. Not that I've got any problem of them just seeing me as being a mum, but I also wanted them to see that I was more than that and was doing more than that. And I hope in some way that it's inspiring for our children to see that you can be a parent and you can work or you can be a parent and you could even have like a hobby. You know what I mean? I'm just, I think it's inspiring probably for our kids to realise that you can do and be lots of different things. That's what I think I'm trying to say, whether that's work or not. I think it's just good for our kids to see that actually how much potential there is to do and be all these different things. Yeah. So that we're not just one dimensional person. We have a lot of different aspects to us and they can see that. I mean, I remember when I was eight, my mum started retraining to, she set up her own play group in the village that I grew up in. And I remember seeing her sat at the dining table doing her studying. And I always used to take her in cups of tea and things. And she was at home before that for 17 years. And I feel like she just needed that extra time to do something that she wanted to do for herself. And she loved being at home with myself and my sisters, but it kind of just seemed like the right time. And that's what I feel like with Alice Clover stories and girls love to it's been the right time to work on that I think that makes sense definitely and I know like this podcast is about sort of being a mum and a working mum really but I think even if it's not work like for example I've recently taken up a new hobby and both my kids are just really I want to say yeah I think they are impressed actually but they're also fascinated and I think the fact that I'm learning something new I say at my age I'm not that old but you know what I mean for them to see that as an adult I'm doing something new and doing something that's potentially quite scary and challenging is also really good because my son in particular tends to kind of see things really in black and white and I think it's important for him to see that you don't have to just be one thing because I think in his mind when he's a grown-up he will do you know this job and that will be his life and he will live in this sort of house you know what I mean everything's kind of quite linear and I think it's really good for him to see that actually when you're a grown-up you can change your mind and you can do different jobs you can have new hobbies you things don't have to be set in stone because at the moment he's got a really fixed idea of what he thinks the future will look like and I'm trying to really model that actually your life can change in really positive ways whatever age you are and things don't have to be kind of you don't have to be on a set path and stick to it if that makes sense yeah exactly that's really true and I think like you know when they're growing up people say what would you like to do when you're older and I think it's really difficult for them sometimes to actually envisage that they could be a whole range of different things because they just have this expectation that they'll be a certain way have a certain job and especially like you and I are from quite similar backgrounds and I think that you know obviously we're both married and we're living in traditional families and so our children are seeing that and for my girls when they used to play mums and dads one of them would have to be the sister because even though we know a lot of same-sex couples they just couldn't envisage both of them being mums together because they're used to my entire family is male female relationship so they aren't as familiar and I think as they grow older they can see actually oh yeah you know that child's got two dads or that child's got two mums and that's perfectly normal and they're able to think differently but when they're quite young they find it hard to not reenact what is going on in the home yeah I know what you mean actually I think strangely my youngest 
actually it does seem to have like a good capacity for that so for example she's been telling us for a long time that she's going to have a wife not a husband and I don't know where that's come from but she just thinks she doesn't like boys all her friends are girls so like she's going to marry a girl she also thinks she's going to have about three jobs because she's going to be a teacher and a doctor and a baker all at once and her capacity for that sort of thing is great and I really hope she's only little but I really hope she doesn't lose that and I don't know how it is that she's got this outlook I, I don't particularly think it's anything we've done I think it's just who she is but I really like that like that sense of openness whereas my eldest is very kind of set in you know he seems to think that you set a path and forge ahead and and that's what it will be and it's all very linear um it's, I find it really fascinating how different they are I really want my children and I really try really hard to kind of like normalize who knows how life will be who knows who they'll meet who knows what sort of path their lives will take because obviously there are some things we can choose for ourselves but then there was other there were circumstances that things happen to us that we can't anticipate or prepare for and I think kind of if you can be quite open to different situations and quite adaptable I think that probably really helps you in life because I mean when I was a kid this what I'm doing now I don't know about you but this isn't what I thought I'd be doing this isn't how I saw life and that's not a good thing or a bad thing it just is what it is isn't it and I think but learning to sort of be adaptable is a a really good trait yeah I agree I mean I've always wanted to work with children and when I was younger if anybody had any siblings I would be with the siblings especially if they were babies I was completely obsessed and I started working with children when I was 15 and I, I mean I still do with the work that I'm doing because obviously I'm writing children's books but I never saw myself running my own business being a CEO being a director you know I kind of always thought that I would be more like well just employed and not actually be in control of what I'm doing and I'm really thankful that I'm now able to do that and I've got the confidence to do it and it it feels really incredibly empowering because for a long time I just never had that self-belief and I just feel like I want to instill that in the girls that they can actually achieve anything I've also got a very similar situation to you my eldest wants to be a doctor and she also loves doing art so she said oh I can't do both and and I've said well why can't you do both there's plenty of doctors who also love doing art and you know that they love Dr Rand for example and obviously he's an actor and an entertainer and working in a children's hospital so they can see that there's different aspects to people whereas my youngest she at one point wanted to be a dentist then she wanted to be a vet now I think she wants to be an advocate for the LGBTQ plus people because we read a book about the history of their lives and she really felt very strongly about it so I wouldn't be surprised if she does something that is to do with being an advocate and it's it's interesting isn't it to think what they want to do now how they will end up and coming back to what you were saying about being self-employed see I always I never knew what I wanted to do but for a long long time I did have visions of like being my own boss and running my own business I remember being in my 20s and seeing there was a bookshop near my house that was up for sale and I were like had these serious thoughts about oh I could buy that bookshop and this is what I could and I never like looked into it properly because I assumed it, it was something I couldn't do but now I don't want to buy a bookshop now but if I did I definitely now would think yeah I could do that if I wanted to yeah why not I definitely could but it's interesting how it took me being in quite a low position really when I, before I had the confidence to work on my own because I know that you know this story Alice it was only after my first child was born and I suffered quite bad postnatal depression that I decided that I was going to start my own business which sounds so bizarre I know but I was just in a point where I was just like going back to my corporate job doesn't appeal to me I need to do something else and therefore I need to make it work because if I don't make it work 
then I have to go back to a corporate job and I have to go back to London. So I had this real impetus to make self-employment work. Whereas when I had a comfortable corporate job and a comfortable salary and all the rest of it, it felt like a bit of a pipe dream. And I think a lot of that probably was because I didn't have that drive because things were good and comfortable as they were. And it was only when they weren't that I was like, well, I might as well give this a go now because, you know, I'm not happy anyway. Yeah. And I think actually you're one of the trailblazers in that because of you started how old is your eldest he's how old is he? he's almost I think about that he's almost nine when I started my first job I did I don't know how much I've told you about the background my first job I did was I, I brought into a franchise teaching yoga to babies so I retrained as a baby yoga teacher because it felt like something I could do that would work around kids and like you I'd always liked children always wanted to work with children and I kind of felt like oh if I do something with children then the hours are always going to work for my family it was about nine years ago because I started started it just as he was coming up to his actually he was coming up to his first birthday so that must be eight years ago I really have to work all this out yeah but it was coming coming up to eight years ago when I made the decision that actually I just couldn't go back to what I was doing before yeah I think that's amazing and so inspiring and you know when I saw you speak at Thrive it really inspired me and I think a lot of people have taken a bit longer to come to that conclusion themselves and Covid and lockdown and everything has really given people time to think about what they actually want to do and also given them the confidence to start doing something that they feel passionate about rather than doing the nine till five and the big commute and everything and then because people couldn't commute and had to work from home and it's just for me personally a much nicer way of working yeah absolutely I have to be really honest though about when I made that transition um because I feel like I should acknowledge it is that one thing that is and I think that made it slightly easier is that I was really privileged in that because you know my husband was still in full-time employment I didn't have to match my London salary which I think made a difference as well so if I was say it's a breadwinner or if my husband wasn't employed at that time I guess possibly I wouldn't have been in a situation where I'd been able to make that change so I do think I should say that because I know that I am very lucky because not everyone like financially can afford to do that I mean don't get me wrong I had to be earning money and you know I had to be contributing but it wasn't like I had to be sort of yeah matching what I was earning in London in the first year or whatever I wasn't in that situation so I do think that also made it a bit easier on me and for me however saying that you know I did still have to be earning enough there was definitely sort of you know a number that I had to sort of be hitting for it to be viable as well which in a way though was a good thing because as I said it really gave me the impetus to work really hard and make it work because if I wasn't earning what I needed to sort of you know contribute to the family and, and our family income if I hadn't been able to do that then I would have had to look for alternatives because that was just reality of it but I still would say that overall I was fortunate I could even take that chance because I know that's not always possible. Yeah, and I agree with you because my husband's the main earner and has always been the main earner because before having children, I was just flitting in and out of jobs that were never very well paid. So yeah, I feel really fortunate that I'm able to do what I'm doing and I'm still a work in progress, but I guess it always will be. Yeah, and I mean, that's where, you know, when I find myself moaning about, you know, him taking the office, for example, I do have to remind myself that actually him sort of having having had a steady job for all these years has allowed me to do what I'm doing so I like there's only so much I can moan and don't get me wrong I do sometimes have my moans about the way things are divided up but then again yeah if he wasn't doing what he was doing I couldn't do what I was doing so I guess as a whole as it you know as a family unit the way we divide everything up does work 
Yeah, I agree with you. And I also have to say, my husband is incredibly involved in bringing up the children and does absolutely loads. And he completely supports everything that I do. So without him, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing anyway, because it is a partnership. And to have someone who is your cheerleader and fully supports you and who you can sit down and debrief with as well, because sometimes when you're self-employed, it's hard to actually be able to talk to someone about it, isn't it? You kind of bottle everything up and it's just really nice knowing that if I'm going through something that I'm finding a challenge, I can just sit down and talk it through. And he'll quite often come out with a sensible answer to it. And then I'll just think, oh, actually, you know, it's not so bad. It's going to be all right. But when you're stuck in the middle of it and you think, oh, there's so much to do and I don't know what to do first, it's quite hard to get out of that mindset. Yeah, I find that really hard. And I have to say, though, I don't find for me, I don't find my husband is the best person for that because he's always been employed. And even when he had a brief period where he was self-employed, he was still like kind of employed because he was contracted to sort of somewhere and working on like long term projects. So it's almost like being employed. The only difference, I guess, is sort of, you know, the structure of it all so I find I get that from other women in business I find that sort of being connected to other mums in particular with their own businesses really helps because you know like we've spoken so many times before Alice you can relate to each other and and the challenges and the struggles whereas I sometimes think even some of my friends who are in employment versus working for themselves um don't get me wrong we have lots of other things in common but I think that's the, the one thing that we can't always well I just feel they can't always relate and I've definitely learned over the years there were certain people who if I complain about how much I've got on my plate or maybe being overwhelmed just can't quite get it because that's not their reality and there's nothing wrong with that by the way I just feel really fortunate that I'm connected to lots of women in similar situations who can understand and empathize because I do think that being self-employed has quite sort of has different chat I mean don't get me wrong being employed obviously has lots of challenges as well but they're different challenges I think or some of them at least are different yeah I agree and I think your Facebook group is a really great space for that for, for us to discuss any challenges that are coming up or any feelings we have that are kind of overwhelm or overload or anything and also just to support each other and I find it so amazing that you meet so many different women who are doing different jobs but also maybe be going through the same challenges or the same successes and they can offer you advice that you wouldn't have necessarily thought of yourself yeah I agree and also sometimes it's just nice to know you're being heard even if someone can't offer advice or can't give you a solution I think sometimes just nice knowing you're not the only one or that someone's actually heard and understood you. I think that's nice as well, because I think if you're not immediately in contact with lots of people in similar situations, sometimes you can feel quite misunderstood or just like people maybe don't fully understand what your issues are or don't fully appreciate them. So I think even sometimes just the opportunity to share is nice and just get something off your chest and just know that you've been heard, I think is really comforting as well. Yeah, totally. It's so necessary. And that's why I love what you do and how you support other women and inspire other women as well, because it's just so great to be able to message you and say, oh, I don't know how to do this. or I don't know how to do that. And you immediately say, oh, if you do it like this, then you should be able to do that. And I've learned so much from you. And I think it's invaluable. 
Oh, thank you. That's really kind. I mean, I have to say, I don't think I have all of the answers, but I'm always willing to try and help. So thank you for saying that. That's kind of you. All right. It's all about women supporting women, isn't it? And I think that with the internet and with Zoom and everything, we are able to really rally around each other and support each other. I just find that it massively enriches my life having so many incredible women to turn to. And it's also really amazing building these friendships and getting to know each other in a way that we wouldn't have got to know each other. Because obviously we've only met in person once, but actually we know each other quite well now and regularly chat. And I think that's just such a valuable friendship and source as well. Absolutely. I have to say that obviously there's been like the last two years has been hard in lots of ways. But one of the things that for me, like on a business level that I've been and a personal level that I've really enjoyed and is the fact that because I am quite shy and I'm actually quite introverted, I used to find things like networking quite hard because I'm an introvert. I found like and because I'm quite shy, but being introverted as well, sometimes you can find it quite draining to be in a room full of lots of people. But connecting online isn't quite the same as in oh, obviously it's not quite the same as connecting, but what am I trying to say? I find it easier to show up for things so online than in person because while it, it still can be quite hard sort of speaking in front of a group um sort of knowing that you're sort of home and you're safe I don't know it's a different mindset thing anyway but I just think there have been so many opportunities that have opened up haven't there in the last couple of years because lots of things that were in person have moved online and for me I just feel, feel like I've made so many connections in the last couple of years that I probably wouldn't have made if I'd had to go and meet that group of people in a room somewhere and hopefully I'd like to think I would have been brave and I would have done it and I'm sure some of these things I would have done but actually I think in terms of sort of yeah making connections I think it's actually been really nice to be able to do it online as much as I'd like to be able to you know I hope we get to meet in person you know, again one day Alice as much as I'd love to see people in person do you know what I mean I think it has also been quite nice to be able to build more connections a bit more freely because it doesn't matter that you and I probably live what 50 miles away from each other it doesn't matter now because you know I've got clients now who are in America for example it doesn't matter because we can just get on zoom and find a time that works and we can still see each other face to face and still chat and I just think that's amazing Um, whereas before location was always a bit of a barrier wasn't it and the amount of times I didn't go to something because it was in the evening and you know my husband was home from work late I wouldn't be able to get out the door to go to this networking thing whereas now it doesn't really matter you know whether the kids are here or kids are in bed or whatever I can just get on zoom and be part of something yeah I feel like if you're if you still want to participate in the networking but also maybe aren't feeling that great in yourself you don't even have to have the camera on so it feels easy easier to be involved but I mean for me I absolutely love networking so I don't mind I used to do loads of in-person networking and I do miss that and I'm thankful that it's starting to start up again but yeah I wouldn't have met half the people especially last year I just met so many people and have made so many incredible connections and it's been really wonderful and I actually went for a meal around Christmas time with a group of people that I've been networking with every Thursday And it was just wonderful meeting them in person. It just felt so natural and we all had a great time. But I think, yeah, when when the children are small, being able to do it on Zoom and not have to worry about getting ready to go out or whether you're going to be late because your husband or partner's not back in time for you to get out. You can just set up the computer, even if it's in the same room as the children, just put yourself on mute and still be involved. Yeah, I think that's been great and just new opportunities. So I've been doing a few like co-working sessions in various groups that I'm part of. So they do like co-working sessions where you all just get on Zoom and you're all just working, but you could 
you know, we stop every sort of half an hour and have a little chat. And that even that sort of thing's great because I remember going to some of those sessions sort of pre-pandemic and hopefully these will go again and I can go in person. But back then I only had one child in school. And so quite often it was like, oh, I can't really do that because I've got my youngest with me. And, or it was like, oh, I can't really do this because the location means that I'm going to be late for the school run. Whereas, yeah, I do like the opportunity to be opened. Although like you, um, probably not quite the same level as you because like I said, I'm not as much of a fan as in-person networking but I feel a bit more ready for it now I think there were so many people that I've only met online or maybe I've met once in person but I've been talking to online for two years actually I think I would actually quite like to meet some of these people in real life I think maybe there's an advantage of like you were saying you know going for that dinner you'd made the relationship already so when you were all met in person I'm sure it felt like it isn't the same as walking into a room of strangers because you already know each other and I really hope that when in-person networking comes back I'm going to feel a bit more like that because I say networking was never my favorite but now I feel like okay so you know I know lots more people now from various networks albeit online actually it would be really nice to see them in real life because it'll be more like seeing friends than walking into a crowd of faces that you don't know if that makes sense oh yeah that makes perfect sense and actually funny enough when I started doing all the networking at three and a half years ago the first time that I went I actually went with a friend and I felt really nervous because I didn't know anyone and I was still very new to the world of business and everyone else seemed to be quite established and confident in their business and I just felt a bit out of my depth sometimes because I also didn't feel like I could really contribute that much whereas other people were able to contribute quite a lot because they knew what they were doing but they also knew a lot about business and how it works and and were able to give advice but now I feel like I've learned such an incredible amount that I can actually give a lot back and I'm really thankful because for a long time I just felt like I was taking from people and now I love passing on any information and just kind of support other people in business because it is easy to feel like you're drowning but actually there's a lot of support out there yeah that makes sense and it's that's really nice as well that's definitely how I feel with my business and kind of the whole reason for sort of doing it is I felt like I went through so many years of not knowing what I was doing and struggling with everything that now I sort of feel like I've got a handle on everything it's really nice to be able to help other people because it's amazing how by just meeting the right person you know you can save yourself so much time or effort or whatever it is just by sort of knowing the right person and working out what you know the next step in whatever sort of area of your business it is a lot of it is about just connecting and finding someone that can help or coming across the right piece of information yeah so being able to sort of be in a position to help other people is really lovely because I felt like you at the beginning when I was starting it, it wasn't so much of a networking but I was consuming so many podcasts and blog posts and YouTube videos and all this content trying to work out what to do it's now really nice to be able to put my own content out there to hopefully simplify it even more for people trying to do the same thing now yeah and I think you're really good at that as well and like I said I've learned a lot from you and I always enjoy seeing what you're going to post on social media and uh, I like to tell everyone as well what you do and if they need any advice with Amazon or products or anything I always point them in your direction because I think that you're also someone that is very easy to talk to and you don't make it complicated because I think sometimes people might be a real expert in it but don't necessarily have those interpeople skills and then they make it more complicated than it needs to be oh that's nice of you to say thank you it's been really lovely chatting to you today you too thank you for inviting me on thank you for coming on 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Farting Feminist Podcast. My mission is to encourage all girls and women to know how incredible they truly are. You can find out more about the work I'm doing at www.aliceclaverstories.com. Please don't forget to share this episode with your friends and family.